listening to the audio-only version of American RVer. To see the video podcast, go to AmericanRVer.com and click on the video link for the show on the homepage. It's time for another installment of American RVer. Glad you could join us. On this show, we talk about coach safety and, in particular, front tire blowouts. Mike Ghost, owner of SteerSafe Incorporated, talks about front tire blowouts and then installs his SteerSafe product on our motorhome. It has many benefits, including keeping the coach straight in a front tire blowout. Next, in our Friends Across America segment, we speak with Les and Wilma Jean Alexander, full-time RVers for 19 years. So get ready to take in another edition of American RVer. Welcome to this edition of American RVer. On this edition, we decided to talk about um, safety. And when you're going down the road at 60 miles an hour and you have a front tire blowout, that could be an issue for you. Uh, we had a rear tire blowout last year, which was not as big of an issue because, uh, of course, it's a little easier to steer when, you're, when you have the rear tire blowout. So we just pull over to the side. But I've often wondered what would happen if we had a front tire blowout. So today I have Mike Ghost with me, and he is the owner of SteerSafe Incorporated. And Mike, thank you uh, for coming on the show. You bet. Appreciate it. You bet. Now, we're actually going to be putting a SteerSafe on our motorhome this morning. And uh, I, I need you to tell me a little bit about the SteerSafe and uh, tell our viewers what that can do for them if they're going down the road and they do have a front tire blowout. Okay. Well, in a blowout situation, what the SteerSafe does is it's a reaction time. The uh, wheels are spring-loaded with 400 pounds of spring tension. And the spring will instantly react to any movement in the front wheel. So when you have a blowout and it's, your tire starts to turn, the spring will react instantly to straighten it out so it keeps you ahead in the game, gets an initial reaction quicker than you can give the reaction. Well, when you actually have a tire blowout, does the motorhome have a tendency to pull off to the side the tire has blown on um, and try to pull yourself off the road, Exa basically? Exactly right. Okay, so this corrects for that and tries to keep it going straight. Right, it pulls the wheel back towards a straight ahead position. Okay, now is this something that you've designed or uh, <clears throat> how did this all come about? Uh, a fellow by the name of Grover Blanton mm -hmm. uh, invented it and put it on the market and it's been on the market since 1971. Oh, wow. So we, we've been out here quite a while. Yeah, I guess you have. Now you've got part of it in your hand here, just so we can show the viewer that. What? Uh, tell me a little <coughs> bit about this mechanism. Well, you have a spring that attaches to the front and the back side of the wheel. Mm -hmm. When the wheel turns, this bar will pivot off of these two points right here. Oh, I see. So whenever you, whenever you move the leverage points from here to here, it gives you more pressure to bring it back to straight ahead. I see. But even in the slightest movement, when your wheel starts to move, this bar never moves, but the springs will react to straighten it out. Now, does this also help if you're going down the road and uh, you basically have a little bit of pulling with your coach? Will that kind of help it go straighter? Or um, what is this? what other benefits, I guess I'm asking, yeah. does this have? <clears throat> The control issue is a, is a big plus for all of our customers. Uh, uh -huh. Probably the majority of it now is control. Uh, anytime you're going down the road and you've got this constant movement in your steering wheel, 
the customers are saying that we'll lose 50 to 70% of that movement will be gone out of your wheel. Oh, no kidding. So it, it's a big improvement on control. Ruts in the road, wind corrections, trucks passing, mm -hmm. makes mm -hmm. your coach nicer to drive. Which is kind of nice for someone that has a long trip, uh, makes them relax a little bit more and uh, exactly. a little bit ease of steering, basically. Right, right. Oh, well, that sounds good. Well. We're gonna put this unit underneath the coach, and uh, I guess we're gonna—I'm gonna follow you under there, okay? And we'll—we'll we'll see what happens. Um, so stay with us. We'll be right back. An RV service facility and dealership should put the customer first. The service riders, office staff, techs, and salespeople must be geared towards making the customer happy and coming up with solutions for any problem. This customer-first attitude is found in the Southeast's best sales and service center, Alliance Coach. Customer service sets Alliance Coach apart from other dealerships. With full-service bays, a customer campground and lounge, reasonable rates, and knowledgeable staff, they guarantee your satisfaction. Experience a different kind of RV service center. Experience Alliance Coach in Wildwood, Florida. Mike Ghost and his assistant Glenn prepare our coach by having Peggy straighten the front wheels to get ready for the steer-safe installation. Okay, this is your wheel bracket. What we do on it is we attach it to the steering arm. Everything's bolted on. No drilling, no welding on all applications. bracket on so that it slides on the axle. So we'll loosely put the clamps around the axle. That way you can let it go and it's still able to slide. And I assume you're going to adjust that later. Right. Now then what we'll, attach the springs to the wheel bracket and we're going to pull the bracket away from the wheel until we get all the slack out of the spring. Is this something that someone can do themselves or not? Yes, we have a lot of customers that put them on themselves. Everything's just bolt-on. The most important part of the application is to make sure that your wheels are straight and that you have all the slack out of your springs. Okay. Once you get, once you get everything tightened, the final thing that we're going to do is we're going to run the, spring, the springs up. We'll run the springs up until the eye hits the bar. That's 
Both okay. springs are the same length, so that'll stretch each spring equally by running it up all the way to the bar. Side's done. This is the other side of the coach. You put one on each front wheel. So you're typically looking at about, uh, with you guys doing it, 20 minutes to half an hour, or yeah, not even? Not even. Now you're, we're probably 15 to 20 minutes. Okay. Uh, even if you've never put one on before, you ought to be able to do it an hour easily. Okay. So what kind of warranty do you have on your product? product comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. If you put okay. it on your coach and you don't like it, you box it up, send it back to us, we'll replace your money. It also has a lifetime warranty as far as manufacturer defects and metal fatigues. That covers any part, uh, let's say a spring were to break. Uh, you give us a call, we'll ship to the spring, and you, of course, pay the shipping and labor if you have any to put it on. But that's under the, uh, the lifetime of your ownership. Great. Okay, that's it. Wow, that was quick. Mike, that wasn't too bad putting that together. Um, uh, took us about how long? Uh, 15, 20 minutes. 15, 20 minutes mm -hmm. with the help of uh, Glenn. Glenn, right? Yep, right. yep, good. And so um, now we should see uh, much improved steering. If we have a tire blowout, we should be in much better shape. Exactly. And um, I think there's a lot of benefits. And, and why don't you tell the folks how they can get a hold of you and if, if you have a website, what the website is? Well, our webpage is uh, steersafe.com. We can be reached through our webpage or we have an 800 number. The 800 number is 1-800-845-5504. Great. Right, sounds good. Mike, thank you very much. You Appreciate bet. it. Mm -hmm. I look forward to uh, using our coach now with the added safety. Right. That'd be great. So thanks. And thank you for watching. We'll be right back right after this. Don't go away. The interview with Les and Wilma Jean Alexander is coming up right after our tech tip. It's time for a tech tip, brought to you by Alliance Coach in Wildwood, Florida. Welcome to Alliance Coach. I'm Brett Howard, Vice President, and I'm here to show you some quick, uh, easy tips for deploying an awning. Um, remember, as you familiarize yourself with your own RV, you need to read your owner's manual so you know the specific operations of your particular unit. But these are some quick tips, tips to help you at the campsite. So the first thing that you have to do when you come to your awning is you have to release the latch mechanisms on both awning legs. There's a latch typically about halfway up and there's also a knob for the rafter arm and we'll describe the rafter arm in a few minutes. But you've got one at each awning leg. To make sure you've released those. Once you've got those released, you come up front here. On this particular coach, we have a remote release for the ratchet mechanism but on some coaches you have to use the awning rod to release it right at the head of the awning. This one we just slide it up, 
we come back. The tricky part is getting the loop on the uh, awning strap. Once you have the loop on the awning strap, let's go ahead and pull your awning out. Once the awning is all the way out, you're going to be done with your awning rod for now. I like to keep this in my hand to keep it out of the dirt. You're going to slide your rafter arm up, lock it into place, give it a slight tension, not a ton, slight tension, and then you're going to tighten down that rafter arm nut. That'll keep this fabric from flapping in a, in a light breeze. We're going to slide to the front, we're going to repeat that process in the front of the coach. We're going to slide our rafter arm up. Again, tension the awning like we did at the rear leg. Now at this point, you can either, on a carefree awning, you can take the awning strap and slide it out of the rear of the tube on this accessory strap, or what I like to do is wrap it around the front awning leg. Once you've taken care of your awning strap, you can extend the awning leg to give you comfortable access under the awning and clearance. You always want to make sure that you're leaving a rake on the awning from front to rear, so in case you do have some rain, that there will be some drainage on the awning and you won't pull water. Well, once you're comfortable with the operation of your awning and you've used it a few times, um, if you're planning any extended stays in campgrounds, you can also release the awning from the side of the coach and stake it to the ground. If you're going to do that, I would highly recommend you getting an awning hardware kit or hold down kit, and that includes an auger and a spring loaded strap. In the event of a mild gust or a small wind coming through, this will suffice. You always need to be aware of your local weather conditions if you've got a storm coming. I always recommend retracting the awning and putting it away. Remember, when you're done with your awning and you're ready to put it up, the first thing you need to do is you need to lower the awning legs down, release the rafter arms, unlatch the rafter arm and slide them down. Remember when you release the latch to have a firm grip on the strap. And always have your awning rod handy as you retract your awning. Keep the slight tension on it as it rolls all the way up. Relatch your lock mechanism and tighten up your rafter arms. Well, thank you for coming out and watching us today. I hope you found this tech tip helpful. If you have any further questions or comments or any technical issues that you'd like to address, feel free to find us at AllianceCoach.com 
and click on our online service center. Look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you very much. Happy trails. Thanks for watching this month's Tech Tip, sponsored by Alliance Coach. Thanks for staying tuned to Friends Across America on American RVer. Joining me today are Les and Wilma Jean Alexander, and they're people that we've met several different times along the road, and we wanted to hear their story and introduce them to you. Thank you for joining me today. Well, thanks for asking us. We yes. appreciate it. Yeah, now, the biggest thing that I remember about you is you guys have been full-time for 19 years. That's correct. We started out on December the 27th, 1993. Oh, just after Christmas. That's right. Correct. What made you decide to go full-timing? I wanted to. Oh, <laughs> this is all your brainstorm. Right. Yes. And Wilma Jean, were you on board with that right away? Uh, no, I wasn't. <laughs> I just couldn't imagine being on the road full-time and giving up my home. But um, one Sunday morning we were in church. The uh, message was on Ruth and Naomi, and the Lord spoke to me and said I should go. So before we left the church that morning, I said, I'll go where you want to go. For as long as you want to go. So it's been, it'll be 19 years the 27th of December. Les, what do you think about that, being on the road 19 years? I love it. I don't have any snow to shovel, no grass to mow. <laughs> so uh, I don't have to worry about water pipes freezing. And I'm if we don't like our neighbors, we just turn the key on and we move. <laughs> <laughs> well, in 19 years, you've probably been just about everywhere there is to be across the U.S., isn't, haven't you? Very much so. How do you de determine where it is you want to go? Do you have uh, friends and family that you follow or go to see, or do you do the rally circuit, or what, what determines where you go? Our daughter lives in Melbourne, Australia. <laughs> oh, you're and not driving the RV there? We're not going to take the motorhome <laughs> over there, so we're f fancy free. Basically, what we did when we first started, we would go into an area and we would see everything within a 90-mile radius. Then we would move 180 in the car. Mm -hmm. And then we would move a, the motorhome 180 miles, and we would do the same thing. And then we got active uh, with the Family Motor Coach Association. Then we started planning on most of our trips around their conventions each year. How many years did you do that, and are you still involved with them? Yes. We started in <laughs> 1994, and we've only missed one since then. Wow. And all of this is volunteer? And all of it is volunteer. Yes. Leslie was uh, president of Monaco International back in 1998-1999, and then I was elected president in 2004-2005. Oh. So I'm the one and only woman that has been president of the largest manufacturing chapter in um, FMCA. Right. Well, that's a big responsibility, Wilma Jean, and Les, yes. since you were president there too. Yeah, he was president at the time it was just beginning its growth spurt, and I was president uh, at the year that we had the highest of attendance. We had over 800 coaches attend each of our two rallies. And I stood out in the weather and greeted every coach that came in. So I was trying to set a precedence, but nobody else has done it since. <laughs> they said, look at Wilma Jean, we're not doing that. <laughs> we, we say that we uh, party all the time. We go from party to party. From rally and to rally. And we may have uh, two or three pre-rallies before an FMCA convention and one or two post-rallies afterwards. Then during the year, depending upon what part of the country we're in, we have rallies to attend there also. 
different FMCA chapters or yes, just ma'am. others? Yeah. There's some 400 chapters of FMCA. And we belong to 18 of those. Oh my goodness gracious. I think that must be a record as well. So what we tend to do is if, well, since we travel the entire United States, we will attend a rally that is being held in that part of the country. And a lot of times the chapters charge extra for non-members attending. And we found it's just cheaper to join. <laughs> and since we never know when we're going to be back in that part of the country, we just keep our, our dues up to date and so that we can go as a member. When you're at those rallies then, if you're an officer, you're certainly very busy. It doesn't seem like you have a chance mm -hmm. to really enjoy the benefits like we do when we go to a rally, we get to enjoy all of your pre-planning. Well, I think the thing of it is, is we enjoy doing so that others can enjoy. And for us just to go and be a participant, seems like there's something missing. So we're always volunteering to help even when we're not responsible for then it. When we go to other rallies where they know what's going on in that area of the country, uh, we get to enjoy it at that point. Right, so you get tips from them, places yes. to go, things no, to we've, see. We've done Branson rallies, uh, many of them since 1995. Yes, you've. Uh, hosted those, right? Yes, we right. did. Right. Now, what are some of the other rallies that you've hosted? Uh, I'm president of the Three T's chapter right now, and we have a post rally following each of the FMCA conventions, and so it's our responsibility to uh, plan those. Once in a while, we'll have one of the members that will volunteer to do uh, something for us, but uh, most of them have been our responsibility over the last seven years. Does Three T's mean something? Yes, it does. It stands to rest to dump and to do laundry. And the whole <laughs> idea is that at FMCA, you're so busy, most usually you're dry camping, so you need to do all three of those things. And so we just go have a relaxing time together. Oh, that sounds like fun. In 98, I was president of the Elk International Chapter of FMCA. Oh. And we've hosted several Branson rallies for the Elk International Chapter. Oh. And. Um, that sounds like a lot of fun, doing rallies in Branson. There's so much going on there. Yes. Actually, we bring them in, and uh, they're there for seven nights and eight days. And we provide tra bus transportation for them once they arrive. And we plan all of their meals. We do all of their entertainment. And usually, we any, go anywhere from 12 to 15 uh, shows during those periods of time. So we always laugh and say, when uh, you come to our rallies, you rest up before you come, and uh, you rest up when you leave. <laughs> it sounds like it. I'm sorry we missed that. You're not doing that anymore, are you? No. no. Yeah. It's our last one. Okay. So 19 years, Are you? do you see yourself um, continuing uh, full-time, or do you have some other plans? Yes. Yes, yes what? <laughs> yes. yes and no answers don't go so well here, Les. <laughs> yes, we, uh, I, I say that we will continue doing this until they take me to a nursing home. Okay, all right. <laughs> or I can't drive the motor home anymore. Okay. That's really what our plans are. Okay. Well, it's been really fun to meet you and introduce you to our friends across America through American RVer. And I wish you lots of joy and happiness as you continue traveling. Thank you. Thank we you. appreciate the opportunity to talk with you. And thanks for joining us on this edition of American RVer. For the best RV sales and service center in the southeast, call Alliance Coach in Wildwood, Florida at 866-888-8941 
or go to www.alliancecoach.com.